0: Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. Uh, I'm Lorraine, and this is Jeremiah. We are your hosts.
1: Yes, we are. How you doing?
0: I am well. I, I took that away from you. I introduced you myself this time.
1: That's all right.
0: <laughs> How are you doing, Jeremiah?
1: I'm good. I'm actually doing really good.
0: Yeah, you looked really good. You got new glasses. I didn't mention that earlier, did you?
1: Um, I don't wear them very often. But they, they're they magnets, and so like I can change the look of my glasses.
0: Oh, that is so cool. Isn't You're like cool? Al Roker with his so glasses. So then
1: these ones are, it's hard to focus on that.
0: No, I can see it. They're green.
1: You, yeah, you know who that is?
0: Is it the Green Lantern?
1: Not quite. It's the Joker. You can't really tell.
0: Oh, no. Can't see it.
1: Yeah, but that's Batman pretty cool. Batman, I like that. Batman fetish.
0: Yes. There we go you yeah i'm not a dc we've already talked about that
1: i have you well i'm not big on dc but batman i just love batman have you seen my wall have i shown you my wall
0: no
1: okay my batman wall Here.
0: you're showing everybody now you remember
1: that now i'm showing everybody yeah so okay. that wall's got all my batman stuff on it
0: oh how cool is that yeah and doctor who i see the doctor well, who out there in the corner
1: yeah he's on that wall but that that wall is supposed to be all Batman.
0: Very cool. Yeah,
1: I do Robert like Batman.
0: Him. I don't know if we talked about the whole Robert Pattinson as Doctor uh, as a as a Batman.
1: I think we did. I think we both liked him.
0: I thought he was okay. I I can yeah. see. Is he signed up for another one?
1: I think he's signed up for three. Really? Yeah. Although I don't know how they're gonna do it with everything that's happening with that whole, cause now they're doing the Superman two, Um, and they have with a the deal with Henry. Yeah. The one that did it last time.
0: Yeah. Oh, Cabot. I like him. I do yeah. too.
1: He said he wasn't going to do it anymore, but they got a new, uh, president of DC movies who is now running things. So,
0: huh? See, I don't keep up and... with that.
1: I know I shouldn't, I, but I do. I know, it's terrible. I don't you know, mean to. Did, it just happens.
0: They did the tickets for uh, Comic Con this last weekend. They're all gone. Really? They sold out. Yeah, they sold out of the Comic Con tickets. But um, I think I told you this. There's a little website called uh, One Iota. Shoot, I'm telling everybody my secret here. Okay, so <laughs> One Iota, you can get free tickets. To different shows, uh, either in New York or in Hollywood. So, like, uh, you know, like the talk shows, like uh, what's his name, James Corden, uh, Jimmy Fallon, you know, all these, you can get free tickets through One mm-hmm. Iota. You can, uh, well, you're down in Texas, so I don't think they have it down there. But they had, like, to the voice. Uh, they had uh, the Kelly Clarkson show, all this stuff. Anyway, so the uh, I was talking to I, this person a couple of years ago who told me about this one iota. But he also said if you go to the Comic-Con website, there is a place that you can apply to be a volunteer. And if you volunteer for, I think it's like six hours over the weekend, it's like four to six hours or something like that. You can get into any of the um, what do you call it? I'd
1: be willing to do that.
0: What do they call that? The not junkets, but
1: right you know, where we they're, have doing, they're doing the eggs eggs and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And there's a word oh. for it, and I can't think of what it is. I know. Sounds like fun, right?
1: It does. So when it, but it's not till spring, right? It's uh, or, it's typically July. It's like the July first summer.
0: Yeah, it's like the first week of July. Um, so if you... I'm just putting this out there. If you decide you want to volunteer and come out here, you're more than welcome to stay at my house.
1: So so my wife is thinking about going to... Well, we're, we're flying in December. This is her first right. flight. Yeah. So her, her world is opening up. And she was thinking about what a, a, a trip would be with her and Raina going to this convention for this TV show in Georgia. And she's like, what do you think if just me and her win? That'd be a great, I was like, yeah, that's fine. Where do I get to go? And so I made the joke, I'll go to Comic-Con and she's like, Oh, whatever. Now here's my opportunity. I could go to Comic-Con. There you go. And
0: you, you know, got a place to stay. So it's not I a there. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, um, it would just be, so I would have to pay go- for tickets. I would just volunteer.
0: Yeah. So, what we should do, you and I should get together and figure out how to get our volunteer passes and go work over there together at the same time and then go to the junk. What are they called? It's not junkets. It's
1: called. The word has escaped me as well.
0: It'll, what, whenever what you know, whenever you remember what it is, just text me so then I can I know what it <laughs> okay. is We'll make me feel I'll better. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure that the audience out there is uh, quite.
1: They're so excited enam- for us.
0: <laughs> I know. Enamored that we're getting to go see Comic-Con. <laughs> I
1: mean, we're
0: so sick. <laughs> uh, so oh, I'm going to yes. start over and say welcome <laughs> to everybody out there who's listening Uh, We are so grateful and blessed that you were able to join us today.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, It's been a while. Uh, Jeremiah, uh, we haven't talked for like two weeks. So, and just to give you, we've gotten most of our stuff out of the way already for like the last 40 Mm -hmm. minutes. So we've already actually been talking so so that you guys wouldn't have to listen to our our dribble.
1: (laughs) And we didn't get to everything either.
0: No, we did not. uh, Jeremiah's got a spoiler. Apparently, he's got a a little things that he wants to talk to afterwards. So we really do need to dive in to reading our Bible because we have a very limited time today. He's got a meeting, and i got to get my stuff done here, too. So it's not that this is not important to us because it is, as always, because we're getting to take time out of our day to read our Bible. But we do have other stuff to do as well. So... Uh, but I do want to say this to everybody out there. Thank you for your patience uh, with our scheduling and trying to get our stuff uh, posted. I think we're, let me just say this. I'm up to uh, episode 15.1 posting to YouTube. So you, Jeremiah, need to post the 15.1 for me. Can you write that down? There it is. He's making a list, checking it twice.
1: So, well, we like if uh, I we- check it once.
0: So we are uh, in the middle of still getting our YouTube stuff up. Uh, We have, we do have the Instagram up. We've talked about that, but uh, I've only posted a couple of Bible verses. And I think a couple of, I think you've, I think you've posted a couple of our episodes to Instagram or links to them.
1: Yes, I've posted links. And I think uh, what I share today, we'll kind of talk about this in the little things about what, how we'll, we'll, we'll try to use Instagram a little bit more in the future.
0: Cool, yeah. I think that um, I keep wanting to like just post little nuggets to everybody and I just don't seem to f- find the time. Yesterday I literally left the house at 9.30 and I did not get back until like 4.30. Mm-hmm. And that's not usual for me. So, I mean, I was running around just It was a lot. I had a lot of stuff to do to yesterday. So, I mean, I'm sure everybody has schedules like that. It's not just me. I'm not like, you know, trying to single myself out like I'm Superwoman because I'm not. Um, So anyway. All right. Well, let's go ahead and what do you think? Let's go ahead and dive in and pray. And then we'll because it's a kind of a long chapter. Um, So we are episode 57.3 and it's chapter 18. So everybody get on. Uh, on the same page with us and uh, Jeremiah will open us up in prayer.
1: All right, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Lord, Comforter, just Father, uh, we come before you now and uh, we lay down our our fears, our anxiety, whatever we're feeling, Lord, I, I pray that we take a moment and just kind of release that to you and, uh, allow you to comfort us to, to guide us. And, um, my prayer is that everyone that's listening and watching Lord, that we're able to take a deep breath and kind of feel it, just come through and just drop it at your feet, Lord. Mm. Uh, my prayer is that, uh, when we come into this space, I, we have, we have a good time, but we also, uh, Open our minds and our hearts, Lord, and listen for uh, your advice and your guidance as we read, Lord. Uh, every person that, that comes to this space, I pray that they are willing and open and ready for the Holy Spirit to get us to the next point from A to B to C to D, Lord. Whatever is, if it's straight, a circle is zigzag, Lord. Uh, I pray that we follow your your way, where uh, i've experienced it it's much better than my way every time Uh, thank you for this opportunity lord uh to share your word with the world and uh, my prayer is that it comes from you through us to the listeners to the rest of the world lord that we're not the ones necessarily talking about it but that you encourage and in and Enlighten our listeners to go out and spread the word even more in in, in better ways than we ever could, Lord. Hmm. And uh, thank you for your son who died on the cross for our sins, Lord. And I pray that everyone that has the opportunity to listen, Lord, if they haven't heard the good news of what Christ has done for us, Lord, that we are able to present that and uh, take a new journey with them. And I pray all this in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <clears throat> All right. That was an awesome prayer. Thank you. All right. So, uh, chapter 18 in Genesis, uh, this, a son is promised to Sarah. The Lord appeared again to Abraham near the oak grove belonging to Mamre. Ray. hope I said that right. One day, Abraham was sitting at the entrance to his tent during the hottest part of the day. He looked up and noticed three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he ran to meet them and welcomed them, bowing low to the ground. My Lord, he said, if it pleases you, stop here for a while. Rest in the shade of this tree while while water is brought to wash your feet and since you've honored your servant with this visit let me prepare some food to refresh you before you continue on your journey all right they said do as you have said so abraham ran back to the tent and said to sarah hurry get three large measures of your best flour knead it into dough and bake some bread then abraham ran out to the herd and chose a tender calf And gave it to his servant who quickly prepared it when the food was ready Abraham took some yogurt and milk and the roasted meat and he served it to the men as they ate Abraham waited on them in the shade of the trees where is Sarah your wife the visitors asked she's inside the tent Abraham replied then one of them said I will return to you about this time next year and your wife Sarah will have a son. Sarah was listening to this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old by this time, and Sarah was long past the age of having children. So she laughed silently to herself. How could a worn out woman like me enjoy such a pleasure, such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old? Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, can an old woman like can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return about this time next year and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she denied it, saying, I didn't laugh. But the Lord said, no, you did laugh. Abraham intercedes for Sodom. Then the men got up from their meal and looked out towards Sodom. As they left, Abraham went with them to send them on their way. Should I hide my plan from Abraham, the Lord asked? For Abraham will certainly become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed through him. I have singled him out so that he will direct his sons and their families to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. Then I will do for Abraham all that I have promised. So the Lord told Abraham, I have heard a great outcry from Sodom and Gomorrah because their sin is so flagrant. I am going to see if their actions are as wicked as I have heard. If not, I want to know. The other men turned and headed toward Sodom, but the Lord remained with Abraham. Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away both the righteous and the wicked? Suppose you find 50 righteous people living there in the city. Will you still sweep it away and not spare it for their sakes? Surely you wouldn't do such a thing, destroying the righteous along with the wicked. Why would you be treating the righteous and the wicked exactly the same? Surely you wouldn't do that. Should not the judge of all the earth do what is right? And the Lord replied, if I find 50 righteous people in Sodom, I will spare the entire city for their sake. Then Abraham spoke again, since I have begun, let me speak further to my Lord, even though I am but dust and ashes. Suppose there are only 45 righteous people rather than 50. Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five? And the Lord said, I will not destroy it if I find 45 righteous people there then Abraham pressed his request further suppose there are only 40 and the Lord replied I will not destroy it for the sake of the 40 please don't be angry my Lord Abraham pleaded let me speak suppose only 30 righteous people are found and the Lord replied I will not destroy it if I find 30 then Abraham said, Since I have dared to speak to the Lord, let me continue. Suppose there are only twenty. And the Lord replied, Then I will not destroy it for the sake of the twenty. Finally, Abraham said, Lord, please don't be angry with me if I speak one more time. Suppose only ten are found there. And the Lord replied, Then I will not destroy it for the sake of the ten. When the Lord had finished his conversation with Abraham, he went on his way Abraham returned to his tent. All right. I remember this story. Do you remember this story?
1: I do. I do. Yeah.
0: So I highlighted um, here and there. Um, What did you start with?
1: Well, I started with the uh, really the second verse about how he uh looked up and noticed men there and then when he saw them he ran right away to meet and welcome them bowing low to the ground it's like he knew i guess people probably didn't come around his tent or his area very much and so he he knew that maybe the, these guys were special
0: yeah well i highlighted the very first line where it says the lord appeared to again appeared again to Abraham. So we know that one of the three men is God. Now I'm kind of right. wondering who the other two guys are. So is it yeah. Jesus and the Holy Spirit? You know, that's what I was thinking. Because hmm. there's three. So yeah, that's true. Kind of pings your curiosity, doesn't it?
1: It does. Now
0: I don't. I don't even. I don't know if we got any in, insight about that. It, I mean, there is something there, but yeah. We're on 18, right? Yes. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that just pinged on me. So that's something to be curious about. Maybe we can do a little bit of digging around. I did give Teresa a little shout out because she did some research a couple of days ago. And so um, did she know that I did that? I hadn't talked to her.
1: Oh, okay. Anyway. All right.
0: Well, let's get back to it. Sorry. Because we're so (laughs) short on time. I'm sorry. I'm chasing rabbits. Um, I went down into three. Did you do three and four? I did. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want to read it? Uh,
1: If it pleases you, stop here for a while. Rest in the shade of the tree while water is brought to you. Wash your feet. And since you've honored your servant with the visit, let me prepare some food to refresh you before you continue on your journey. What what pinged me was was hospitality.
0: Yeah.
1: Out of this. Uh, I think that's kind of a lost art.
0: Sure is. I I agree with that. And he's doing it like, you know, we used to have a saying, uh, delayed obedience is disobedience. And he is being obedient, like, right away. Like, it's, you know, he's not even thinking twice about it. And, And he ran back, if you go down into six, right? He ran back to the tent. He didn't walk. He, I mean, he was in a hurry. He knew that he wanted to get on it and start, Mm -hmm. you know, doing what was right for the Lord, you know? And then he starts telling her, you know, do this, do that, get ready. And everybody was like, it was very, you know, timely, you know, it wasn't like,
1: Oh, we'll make dinner for you tomorrow. Right. (laughs) It wasn't like that at all. Which kind of got me like, you know, not that it's, wrong or anything, but he ran in and, 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 I'm sure he wasn't calm about it. Right. He would go yell at Sarah, Hey, hurry bread now. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, so for, for Sarah to be understanding and like be able, I, I'm sure there's a lot of room for how the conversation went, but I'm sure it's kind of like, well, I, you know, okay. All right, calm down. I'll get working on it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but how quickly, cause then he also picks out. A tender calf, but like, like quickly prepared, like how easy is it to quickly prepare these things when <laughs> like they're not processed or anything? Cause even baking bread, I mean, to make dough, I, you know, I guess if you do it every day, maybe you're kind of quick at it, but yeah, and then you got to bake it. I mean, that's not,
0: well, maybe, it you're picking at a, Okay. So you're picking at a tender calf. So is it like like is it still alive does it have to get butchered you know you got to take you got and if you go back to oh that's what it was so Teresa was researching the draining of the blood how long does it take to drain the blood of the animals until you know that it's dead and that because God says you can't you can't drink the blood of the dead animal you know or whatever uh so you know this is like a, a process you know this is not like yeah, and what time did they show up? I mean, is it was like first thing in the morning? You know, did they have all day to do all this? You know, did he already yeah. have some of this meat already? You know, was there a tender calf that was already butchered? I don't know. I think we're splitting hairs. I get that.
1: Yeah. But... I, 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 what, and from the rest of the story too, I take this as like you know, being raised uh, with the Bible and these stories. You know, you you think of Abraham. He's he's a father of nations, right? uh stars in the sky sand on the beach right this is this, yeah. you're gonna be the father of all these nations and all these people but I, I what what I love is how these stories like they're humans right and and, yeah. and and there's room in here to see that they are just like us like you know they're not some people that are held up into this that are already these high esteemed people. It's like, these are real people. They got to go and prepare this. They've got, you know, yeah, they don't have it at the whim necessarily. They actually have to go in and, and and it's showing you how real they are as people.
0: Well, and then, you know, like you said, to put it into perspective that they're just like we are, it's like, how many times has that happened to us that somebody just showed up on your doorstep Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you're going to do something, you know, that extravagant for them you know, I mean, you know, like like the other day, like I was telling you, you know, my day Saturday was planned out, but then it got switched because somebody else's plans got switched, and so you know, ended up going to the airport twice, which was fine. I didn't have a problem with it, but changed my whole day around, you right. know. And that's what happened to him. You know, he was, you know, hanging out by the oak grove, and God appeared. Okay, change a plan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's all good. So um, I went down to, uh, uh, in the middle of eight, uh, as they ate, Abraham waited on them in the shade of the tree. Again, being a servant. Mm-hmm. You know, he was serving mm-hmm. them, right? Exactly. And then, of course, one of the other visitors, it wasn't God, but I guess, I don't know. It says, the, where is Sarah, your wife? The visit, Oh, visitors ask. So it's all of them. Right. And he says she's in the tent and he says, then one of them said, I will return to you about this time next year. And your wife, Sarah will have a son. So later we find out that that was God speaking. Right. And mm-hmm. right. then right. the next page. So I've highlighted all of this, you know, and Sarah is listening again. This is so funny to me. Yes. So, you know, Abraham and Sarah were both very old Sarah was long past the age of having children and she laughed. She laughed at God. I mean, you know, Abraham had yeah. just laughed at God in the previous chapter, you know, about, you know, he was telling him, you know, you're going to have a son. And he's like, you know, who are you kidding?
1: <laughs> yes. And, and this goes back to the being the real people. Like how many times myself, I'm like, I have get thoughts in my head about doing this or doing that. And I kind of laugh like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's almost like, the first reaction to a lot of things that I have is I kind of laugh about it. And, you know, they're, again, they're regular people. And this whole conversation afterwards that comes, you know, why did Sarah laugh? You know, yeah. um, it's, and then she goes back. Well, no, I didn't. And he says, uh, yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you again, did. It, and I
0: heard it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like when you realize like, Oh, somebody heard that or like, you know, Oh God is listening. <laughs> Like, I I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, you did. (laughs)
0: Which, again, that brings me back to, I think I said it the other day. I said, you know, I hope God has a sense of humor, which I think he does. Just just judging by the way he answered her. No, you did laugh. You laughed at me. And it's okay. (laughs) I get it. You know, I get that this seems like something that's impossible. But, again, God says... You know, is anything too hard for the Lord? Yes. And it's so true. Yeah. You know, nothing is too too. Nothing is impossible for the Lord to do, as long as it's yeah. in His will. That's the thing. Correct. That's where the the hook is. You know, mm-hmm. we have to be in His will, and things will happen. So you know. So yeah. I just found that really funny. But the Lord said, oh, you did." You left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny. So. That's all that I have. Did you get anything else or were there any other thoughts that you had about this reading? Uh,
1: Not in that section.
0: Oh, you had something else. I'm sorry. I skipped over. Well, I mean,
1: the second half of the chapter.
0: Did I? Oh, holy cannoli. You're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is way longer than I expected. I guess I was reading so far along. Okay, sorry. Okay. Okay, let's keep going.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, are you done?
0: No, I'm not done. I was okay. just having a, I was having a brain cramp. Sorry. No worries. No worries. <laughs> Senior moment. <laughs> all right. So now we're into oh. So this is basically the big story that we always all know about the Sodom and Gomorrah.
1: Right. Um,
0: I didn't highlight anything until twenty. What about you?
1: Well, I did highlight eighteen. <laughs> that um, just the fact that they're having a conversation and they talk about Abraham like almost like in the third person, (laughs) even though he's there with them. Like, you know, he'll certainly become a great and mighty nation. Uh, And you know, I will do for Abraham for all that I have promised. What I do like about that statement is for me, like I do suffer from validation. Like I, if I have a, if something I do, I kind of, I don't want a big, to do but i do like to get recognized at least by you know my wife or child i'm like yeah. you know did, did i do okay kind of thing and so it's almost like a confirmation for abraham to hear this conversation of of the lord and be able to like you know you know he just mentioned he nothing too hard for him so it, it's a, another reminder like this is gonna happen kind of thing.
0: yeah Well, and to go back to uh, the line that says, should I hide my plan from Abraham? So he wasn't planning to tell him that he was going to wipe out Sodom and Gomorrah. So that was not going to be, you know, you know, Abraham wasn't going to be privy to that information. Mm -hmm. So, but I guess, you know, when you skip down to 20, did you have anything else before 20? No, no. So the Lord told Abraham, I have heard a great outcry from Sodom and Gomorrah because their sin is so flagrant. So he knows that there's like some evil stuff going on down there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to see if their actions are as wicked as I have heard. If not, I want to know. So the other men turned and headed towards Sodom. But the Lord stayed behind with Abraham, right? Yep. I didn't highlight any of that. I'm just kind of rereading it. Sorry.
1: Well, I highlighted the end of 25. Okay. Uh, just Abraham saying, why would you be treating the righteous and the wicked exactly the, the same? Surely you wouldn't do that. Uh, you're the judge of all the earth. Do what is right. I mean, that's kind of brave. Yeah. It's <laughs> right? God at what, it. what Which actually le- leads into the next several verses about how he just gets a little bit more braver.
0: Yeah. Well, and things. let me just say this before we continue on. I did do all of 23. I did everything from 23 through 26. I highlighted all of it, but then I underlined with my pencil, uh, the, why would you be treating the righteous and the wicked exactly the same? So, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought all of that was kind of pertinent.
1: Yes. Um,
0: so then he says, like you were just saying, go ahead in 26.
1: Yeah. If, if I, if you find 50 righteous people, will you spare the city? And so it's a whole conversation like, and, Again, these are conversations I have with God about things in my personal life. Yeah. Very similar. Well, what if there's only forty? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's push the envelope a little further. What if there's twenty? What if there's ten? And the Lord always responding with uh for the sake of forty, for the sake of thirty, and for the sake of ten, I will not destroy the city. Which I, I think actually kind of talks about, of course, God is being just, but this, I think this story is an example of, of even the future. Cause I know one of the biggest questions to Christians are, uh, that, that we get asked as a, as a whole is like, well, if God's so righteous and, you know, why does he let bad things and good things happen? You know, why doesn't he just, if everybody's fallen short, just waste them all. And this goes back to, well, you know, Abraham was righteous even though he didn't have Jesus die for him. So there's, there's righteous people. There are people that are trying to live the right way. So he's not going to just blow everything up and start over. You know, he, he already showed that lesson with the flood and it's like, you know, and he saved righteous people. And so this time he's like, you know, I think it's kind of just foretelling how God's character is and how God is, is just. And
0: yeah,
1: isn't willing to just burn, burn down at a whim.
0: I agree with that. Uh, and you know, he, and I think we've said this before, he wants everybody in heaven. Right. In my opinion, he want, he didn't create us to destroy us. He created us to live in fellowship with him. Yes. So, you know, he wants everybody on board. And so, you know, Abraham is like whittling down because he knows people And he knows that the chances are, you know, slim to none that he's going to find anybody good in Sodom and Gomorrah. But he's trying, you know, and he also knows this is like you said, it's a kind of a foreshadowing because, you know, that lot is still over there in Sodom. He's living out that way and he's trying to save his family, I think. And Mm. however many there are over in his family, he's trying to say at least 10 of them need to get saved. So I think that's what the foreshadowing is as well.
1: And I, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure like this whole exchange didn't have to take place. Right. If if Abraham just from the, the outset says instead of going 50, 40, 30, 20, it's like, God, just Lord, there's there's 10 that I know of. Would you spare, you know, or or, or have an open conversation instead of going it kind of this backwards way. I think the Lord wants us, you know, for the the fact that the Lord says, I won't destroy it for, for this and for that. The Lord's like, no, open communication. Tell me yeah. what's going on in your heart, in your mind. Yeah. I'm here for you. Let's let's fix this.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think that's that's really good. I, I didn't even think of that. But, yeah, having an open conversation and open dialogue with them. You know, mm-hmm. how else are you going to – if you're not having – a conversation it's just like you know your friends if you don't keep up with your friends in this world you know you lose track of them you don't know what's going on in their lives you don't have that open dialogue and so you know you have to nurture friendships you have to nurture mm-hmm. the relationships and you have to nurture your relationship with God even though you might not have these you know one-on-one conversations with him he's gonna speak to you somehow some way through whatever venue that he can figure out how to speak to you in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you have to be open to whatever, and it might be through a friend. It might be through your husband. It might be through your kids. I've gotten some stuff,
1: some nuggets oh, yeah. from my kids, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. You're just like, what? How did you know that? Yeah. So, you know,
1: well, and, and uh, you know, I've had these conversations with my kids when they ask for something. Well, dad, what if it only costs five bucks? Okay, that's sure. What if it costs 10? Yeah, uh, the other way. You know, like, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, um, no. You know, you get to a point where, like, really, are we going through this? But the Lord doesn't do that. Yeah. He just answers. Like, yeah. you're talking to me? Okay. You know, and because and, I know there comes a point where I tell my kids or I'll tell somebody, like, I'm done. I'm done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, sometimes – the answer is no from God, you know, you're going to ask him. And sometimes if it's not what he wants, it's going to be no.
1: Right.
0: So to premise, whatever it is that you're asking for, you know, as long as it's in his will, God, you know, God, let me be in your will. This is what I'm asking for. I, you know, I'm hoping that this is what you are wanting. And so that's what, you know, Abraham's saying here, he's like, Mm -hmm. give us 10. You know, if we can find 10 righteous people, you know, we're going to count it as good. So, yeah. So that was good. That was some good stuff today.
1: Yeah, I like that. that.
0: So as always, uh, we always give everybody the opportunity um, to say the, I'm calling it the salvation prayer now. I was calling it the sinner's prayer, which I said this the other day, but I think the salvation prayer sounds, I don't know nicer yeah. Yeah,
1: it
0: does. So, anyway if you haven't made a decision to make Jesus uh, Lord of your life we uh, always give that opportunity to say the prayer and uh, and you know say it out loud if you're a believer already um, feel free to say along with us to reaffirm your belief in Jesus but, um, but we, we don't want to ever have that opportunity get missed so and if you do become uh, a believer we love to hear from you so yes. anyway Uh, Let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus uh, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, we always uh, say congratulations. Today is your new birthday and we encourage you to a write it down in your Bible. Uh, today is the day that you uh, have a new birthday in Christ uh, and B we encourage you to get to a pastor or a church or somebody that you know that can help navigate to you the next step because just because you get saved you don't just you know take a nap uh now you're in it (laughs) exactly (laughs) you you know now you're uh you know you're a warrior for christ and you know we want you to get out there and start spreading the good news uh but you also want to know what you're talking about and so getting to somebody who can help you navigate that that would be Uh, Optimal. So, Uh, but we would love to hear from you if you did get saved. If you want to email us, uh, Jeremiah will give you that information.
1: You can email us at Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast dot org. Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast dot org. You can head over to our Facebook page, Leap of Faith Podcast, our Instagram page, Leap of Faith Podcast. Uh, Leave us comments, suggestions. Follow us, definitely. Uh, and, you know, if you have the opportunity, share, share with everyone and, and let them know what what you're changing in your life that's and right. how you're trying to, to improve and grow. So,
0: yep, there it is. Yep. Yeah. You want to make sure that you're living the life so that people know that you're a Christian. You know, mm-hmm. that's you know, that's a that's huge. That is a huge thing. I heard something today before we start getting into the little things not today it was yesterday in the sermon david jeremiah said and i found this so interesting because last week was very challenging for me with a bunch of stuff uh with people that i was really angry with and it's okay to be angry with people it's just how the way you deal with it right you know as a human you're allowed to be angry even jesus got angry but it's how you do it but anyway uh, David Jeremiah said, the, how much you love your least favorite person is how much you love God. Hmm. That's pretty cool, right? So that's if you so can good. love your least favorite person, that's how much you're loving God. And trust me, I got a person who's my least favorite person, but I am really trying to love that person and it's not easy so and even Gabriel said it to me he's like you know I can because and that's another story when we get into the little things if we have time but I, I shared some stuff with him and I'm like now he said to me I can see how hard it is for you to love that person and I can see your Christianity being lived out by the way you're treating that person so I'm like okay then I'm doing my job that's good
1: Yes. Right? Yes. Wow. That's, that's something.
0: It's really something when you hear it from your kids, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. You know, finally, it's like, you think you're spinning your wheels, you know, but so we are into the little things and Jay and, uh, Jeremiah here said that he has something he has, uh, to talk about. So I'm going to turn it over. All
1: right. I'm going to, I'm going to take over. Um, so I have moments in my life where I kind of just think about, well, I always think about what's going on, but sometimes I have good ideas or good perception. But anyways, what's what I've been struggling with here recently. So one of the things that I, I really try to keep an eye on is my level of confidence. Okay. So, um, You know, there's a line of confidence, and if you go over that line, that's overconfident and egotistical, and um, I don't like that. Uh, Speaking of people I like the least (laughs) would be people that are uh, overconfident or very ego-driven. But what I have really started internalizing is where I'm at on that scale. Right. I know I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not overconfident. I, I'm really sure because that's who I don't want to be. But in evaluating who I am and what I do and, and everything goes on, I'm actually like way below the confidence line. Um, and it's something that I kind of do to myself because I don't want to get near or cross over because the thoughts I have are like, I, you know, I probably could. I don't think I'd ever be egotistical, but I mean, I kind of think it could lean that way. And then I would really, really, really dislike myself. Um, But in thinking about this and and, and how it affects um, what I've kind of grasped onto is that I'm not at a healthy confidence level. Personally, Mm. spiritually, I'm not. And what I have a visualization came into my head, visual a visual is that I keep a hold on my ego so hard and so tough that in analyzing what's going on, I feel like ego, again, that that squeeze is so tight that ego comes out through this tight grip and then spills out into decisions that I make that when I look back on like, man, that was not smart or that was not logical. It was very emotional or it was very cavalier in the fact that like I think about it like, oh, my gosh, I, I walked around at that moment thinking nothing can happen to me or I can do this because I'm not going to get caught or I can not do this because it doesn't it's never going to affect me in my future or whatever. And it's. It's kind of been a revelation to me and is like, wow, how do I deal with that and get closer to the line so that I'm not got such a tight grip on it so that I can do better professionally, personally, with family, spiritually. Uh, I've never thought of it this way. And so it's just a something that's just really been put on my mind and my heart here in the last couple of weeks of trying to to deal with that or figure that out
0: okay um
1: so i just wanted to share that and you know so have
0: you had any epiphanies for it like trying to balance it out like has there been any like it sounds to me like you're more relying upon your own wisdom instead of relying upon god's wisdom Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. I don't
1: know. No, no, no. Yeah. And, and, and probably some of that is, is into that. I mean, I haven't had anything necessarily pop in my head. Um, it's, again, it's part of that validation thing. Like, you know, I need to be validated because of that. Um, and am I relying on my own rather than God's? Probably a little bit. I would think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, and not. I I know the truth, right? Again, that's part of the thing. Well, I know what's right. I know what God says. But am I listening or am I actively using those, that wisdom?
0: Yeah. Right. I think that um, a lot of people have that fine line to walk, you know, where, Mm -hmm. and you know what? I mean, okay. So when you talk about being egotistical or maybe bragging or you know patting yourself on the back or whatever sometimes it's to your detriment to not give the kudos either to yourself or to others because I know that that's the way I used to be with my kids like when people would say stuff like like when we did go to the piano recitals and you know I'm you got to kind of figure out, okay, am I that doting mom who thinks that my kids are all that in a bag of chips or are they really all that in a bag of chips? You know, it's like, you know how people sometimes they're listening to their kids play the violin and it's like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. You know, it's like bad. Everybody else is going, what are you hearing? You're like, Oh, my kid is so great. I never wanted to be that
1: right, backstage
0: right. mom. I never want to do that. But at the detriment of that, you know both of my boys never heard the words like you know i never i mean i always encouraged them i always said oh you did a really great job but it was never like oh you should go into music or you are so good at this or whatever so i never encouraged them and so therefore they never they never got their affirmation right so it is a fine line like between what's that uh it's in the bible It's. Pride go with before the fall. Yes. Right? You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be so proud and then all of a sudden they fall flat on their face or you fall flat on your face. Right. You know, they, it really is a fine line. So, yeah, I I can see where you're having a little bit of uh, a battle. Uh, like yeah,
1: because it is. And compliments are very hard for me to take. And, oh, I, you too. know, and it's it's like, I had a conversation with someone saying some stuff about, you know, about me, about this or that. And it's, and you know, I didn't, I didn't accept it very well. And I kind of shrugged it off like, Oh, it's nothing. Oh, blah, blah. but it's, it's not right. Yeah. It, it takes work. And so there are aspects of my life where, you know, um, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a perception. Like, I don't want to, well, it is, the perception I want to put off is I'm not that great at working at this or working at that. Right. Instead of, you know, it's the opposite. Like, Oh, I want to think everybody to think that I'm great. It's kind of, I I think there's a time and a place to be able to, there's a way to accept that uh, compliment or whatever praise or whatever it may be in myself. And I, you know, realizing that, you know, God's gotten me here and there and that as well, without just shrugging it off as to like, ah, eh, I'm I'm lucky or whatever, you know, it's no. Yeah. It's it's not. And like, um I forgot who said it, but luck luck is preparation and opportunity. That's what luck is. Yes. Um so, you know, it's just something that's been on my mind. And so yeah. what this leads to is thinking about, and I'm going to do this here instead of on our side conversation is maybe using Instagram as almost like a, a blog for us. I don't know okay. how comfortable you'll be with that, but like, you know, cause we can do like so many second videos and just kind of, I, I don't mind sharing what's going on with me. Um, not necessarily anybody wants to hear, but maybe it gives insight to someone and, and helps someone in their journey.
0: No, I think, you know, I've been thinking about the same thing. That's so funny. And I, I didn't use the word blog in my head, but I just thought, you know, if I'm driving in the car, which is where I have most of my conversations out loud to myself, <laughs> yeah. if I have my camera, my phone up, you know, is that what you're talking about? Like having, yeah, yeah just,
1: just putting it up and it, it, 15, 20, 30 seconds, whatever it is, saying, hey, this is what's yeah. going on right now. These are the thoughts yeah. I have, whether they're great thoughts or sometimes they're just like, oh, I really messed up. This is what I did, you know, kind yeah. of thing, too.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I'm uh, I'm on board for that. I, it's just a matter of actually doing it.
1: So, it, it is. I'm not yeah. saying I'm going to be great at um, it either. But yeah, But yeah. if we can. I would like to use it that way, too, as just to kind yeah. of, you know, share what's going on, because, you know, we do come on here and, and, and I think we're honest about whether we're, we're doing well or not, but sometimes, oh, yeah. you know, sometimes there's a little bit maybe skewed and it's, it's an opportunity to say, you know what, this is what's really going on if you can't catch what we're saying.
0: Absolutely. No, I, I agree with you 100%. So, so uh, I don't know when we're going to do it. We're not going to put a time <laughs> or anything on it. Whenever it happens, it's going to happen. But keep your eyes open on our Instagram page. That we're going to start doing these little mini blogs and or vlogs or whatever you want to call them. And, uh, you know, we'll just say whatever is on our minds, you know, and, uh, you know, in the moment. So I think that's cool. All right. So we're on the same page. We're just going to dive in and go start doing it. So, you know, we're Nike. Just do it. it. Are we going to get, like, charged for that? (laughs) That's
1: a promotion for them. That is a promotion for them, and actually, I heard a story today. I'll share it, even though I, I know we don't have a lot of time. But, anyways, uh, the owner, what, whatever feelings you have about Nike and their politics, like, forget it. Right, this story is just a pretty cool story. He was given a a, a, a talk, like a TED talk type of thing, to this crowd, and someone asked, like, what, what is Nike? And so the the way that he explained it was, he said. Everybody in this room that has ever run for exercise stand up. Of course, you know what? The whole crowd stands up, right? At some point in your life, you've you've run. You've had a run or ran or whatever you want to say. He says, now, anybody that has done at least one or two days a week of running, stay standing. Everybody else sit down. So then, you know, the crowd thinned out a little bit. Then he said, for those of you that consistently run two to three times a week, remain standing. Everybody else sit down. So then more of the crowd sat down and there's, you know, there's pockets of people still standing. And he says, okay, now remain standing. If you are so constantly good at running in the rain, the snow, the wind, like nothing stops you from getting out every week and running four to five times or more a week and that you're going to get that run in no matter what. And so this was even more dramatic. And then you had one person sitting over here, one person over there, maybe one over here and over there. So just like a handful of people left standing. And he said, what Nike is, is we're the ones standing under the lamppost in the middle of the night cheering you remaining on that's what nike is we're we're there for the ones that are trying to push the envelope that are going to be there through thick and thin and give it all they got he's like that's who nike is wow it's like that's actually pretty inspiring
0: that's pretty impressive i gotta say yeah it's pretty impressive and that's where we're gonna end our story today even though i had a couple of things to talk about but we both have meetings that we have to get to so yeah
1: yeah
0: not to not to slough this off or anything but so i there is something and are we going to try and do friday together even though we're doing today we're going to try and do friday i'm i think i'm i'm free if you are so i do have to take my brother out for lunch by lunchtime so we'll okay we'll talk about that afterwards so but anyway um i'll bring up my little thing on friday so cool cool so all right well thank you to everybody out there for a putting up with us and our crazy talk (laughs) and b for being a part of our bible study so we don't know when it is that you're able to do this but uh, morning noon or night we're just glad that you're here and we pray you have a blessed day that's right all right see you on friday
1: see you on friday